all her life. The man of God, Pastor Robert, prayed for her. As she received the prayer, the power of God touched her and she felt heat in her body. When she checked herself after prayer, she could not feel the pain. She received instant healing. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Our announcements are as follows. Every morning at 7 a.m. from Monday to Friday, we have our morning prayer, which is at half past eight on Saturdays and Sundays. It is then followed by our mid-day service, which starts at 5 to 12. And then we have our evening service, which starts at half past six every night. Our midnight prayer starts at 5 to 12 every night. Amen. Amen. We also have our weekly prayer and fasting, which is on Thursdays and Fridays. The details of the fasting are shared on different WhatsApp groups. Amen. Amen. And Amen. for those who want to partake on the blessings of the Lord through tithe and offerings, the, the bank details are shared on different WhatsApp groups, on messenger groups, as well as on different Facebook platforms. Amen. 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 And we are also encouraged to share the videos of testimonies in different Facebook groups. Amen. Amen. Tonight we will read the word of God from the book of Romans chapter 7 from verse 4 NIV. Romans chapter 7 from verse 4 it says, So my brothers and sisters, you also died to the law through the body of Christ, that you might belong to another, to him who was raised from the dead, in order that we might bear fruit for God. For when we were in the realm of the flesh, the sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in us so that we bore fruit for death. But now by dying to what once bound us, we have been released from the law so that we serve in the new way of the spirit and not in the old way of the written code. What shall we say then? Is the law sinful? Certainly not. Nevertheless, I will not have known what sin was had it. I will not have known what sin was had it not been for the law. For I will not have known what coveting really was if the law had not said you shall not covet. But sin, seizing the opportunity afforded by the commandment, produced in me every kind of coveting. For apart from the law, Sin was dead. I found that the very commandment that was intended to bring life actually brought death. So then the law is holy and the commandment is holy, righteous, and good. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. I wish we could, I, we could hear each other very well all together. And um, we can actually feel that you are in one place, not uh, hallelujah. Amen. Tonight also we're going to be going straight to the word of God, also believing for the manifestation of the power of God through his word. Let us go to the book of um, Romans chapter 7. Verse number four, the Bible reads as follows. So my brothers and sisters, you also died to the law 
through the body of Christ, that you might belong to one another, to him who was raised from the dead, in order that you might bear fruit for God. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, here the Bible is telling us that um, we also died to what? To the law through the body of Jesus Christ. That you may belong to what? To one another who was raised from the dead in order to bear fruits to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, what the Bible is talking about, when Jesus Christ died, we died. Hallelujah. Because Jesus Christ was dying in our place. Then when Jesus Christ died, we died, we died, we did what? We died. We would, Jesus was dying on our place so that all those who received him may not die for their sins. Hallelujah. Amen. Then also through us, when Jesus died, we died. Hallelujah. Amen. So that we may be fruitful unto God. Anyway, let us go to verse number five. For when we were in the realm of the flesh, the, the sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in us so that we may bear fruits for death. Hallelujah. The Bible is telling us here that for when we were in the realm of a flesh, when we were not born again, when we were not born again, then what used to happen, because by that time there was a law. Okay, let us approach it this way first of all, what you have to understand. Is that Apostle Paul here when he was writing this, book of Romans, he was not only writing it to those who were, who were Gentiles. To some of them, they were Jews. Hallelujah. Amen. Then when they were Jews, some of them, he was trying to show them that the law could not justify them. The law, it, was, it could not justify them. Yes, there was a law there in the Old Testament. But through this law, when you go down, you say that through this law, sin was introduced. That law, it was actually showing us what was wrong, what was it that God does not want. That means without the law, you could not really know, oh, okay, God does not like this, God does not like this. You could not, you could not really know it. But when the law came, we now begin to find out what is the will of God. What is it that God wants? What is it that God does not want? 
how to place according to what according to the law but the disadvantage with the law was this one the law it was just a written code which you have to try by your own ability by your own strength in order to fulfill it to fulfill what was written there was nothing absolutely that gonna help you to do what it was talking about i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying that means the law was a written code and it will be showing you sins and so this is a sin this is a sin then after that by your own strength by your own ability you must be trying to make sure that you do everything right written in the law Amen. then many people in the old testament even though they could know which one is sin which one is not sin it was hard for them to do and to fulfill um what it was talking about that's why even if you have heard those who have been going together in the book of kings in the book of kings you could tell when the bible was telling us about those kings and um, how they tried some of them to walk very well with god but sooner or later you find that hey, that person is failing to fulfill what the law talks about hallelujah Amen. because the law itself it was just a written code when it was a written code you have to do by your own effort by your own effort to try to fulfill what the law talks about and that was the actually the biggest problem because first of all first of all the person will begin to see oh this is sin this is sin and after that they will be striking by their own ability by their own strength. oh i don't want to do this thing. i don't want to do this thing and sooner or later some of them they find out they they end up falling into the same sin that it was revealed to the law by the law it was not really helping them hallelujah that's what apostle paul was saying here hallelujah Amen. and why was he why was he saying what he was saying he is saying what was saying that um in order for our righteousness we have to depend on jesus christ we not don't have to only to do what to be trying to hold on unto the law just like that hallelujah okay in the new testament what is the difference between the new and the old the new testament okay we have got the law which is the law of the spirit it's like when you're born again the same holy spirit remember is in you hallelujah the holy spirit becomes to be the one who will be revealing to you the law of god inside he become your consciousness i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying 
as the Holy Spirit is your consciousness, he will he will be the one who will be trying to who will be guiding you. This is the right way to walk with God. This is not the right way not to walk with God. After when he becomes your kind, your consciousness to do that, he also now begin to give you the ability to fulfill what you have to do. That's why he is called our helper. Hallelujah. Amen. He is helping you to do the things of God. He is helping you to fulfill what God requires from inside. It's not like in the Old Testament, you might know, you might know what God requires, but it was supposed to require you by your own strength to pray, by your own strength, maybe to fast, your own strength to do the things of God, to do the will of God. But in the New Testament, it is not longer just you by your own strength. There you have got a helper. A helper with you. A helper inside of you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to remember this. The Bible talks about, um, okay, when, when the children of the living God, the children of Israel, were coming out of Egypt, when there was an ark, the ark of the covenant, where the glory of God, the presence of God will dwell, the Bible said that inside there, inside of that, um, in that ark, of that ark, there was a, a tablet. These tablets were the tablets that Moses got from the mountain when he went to fast for 40 days and 40 nights when he was spending time with God. Hallelujah. Amen. But those tablets were kept inside the Ark of the Covenant. And now... I want, I want you to remember that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. In the Holy Spirit is the Word. In the Holy Spirit, He is the Lord, the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. He is what? He Amen. is the law. Why do we say that he is the law? Remember, the Bible says that the word of God was written through what? Through the inspiration of what? Of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know whether on this messenger there's somebody who's busy with something or what. Where that, that noise coming from? Anyway, let us go to the book of Jeremiah 31. Jeremiah 31 from verse number 31. The Bible reads as follows. The Bible said that the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah. It will not be like an old covenant I, will, I made with their ancestors. When I took them by the hand and led them out of Egypt, because they broke my covenant through, 
through though I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. This is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel. After that time, declares the Lord, I will put my law in their minds and write it in their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse number 33, that's what we are looking for. He's saying that in this new covenant, I will make my people, I, I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds. I will write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. Amen. Okay. Amen. The law of the Old Testament, remember, it was written in the tablet. I'm not talking about extra laws because there was uh, 10 commandments which were the main laws and there were other regulations which were like law just to uh, how the things are supposed to to work around as the as the people when they're coming out of going to Canaan and they're coming out of Egypt hallelujah Amen. Amen. but all these laws were written the 10 ones were written in the tablets Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible said that the day that Moses came out of the mountain, when he came out of the mountain, the Bible said that when he, when he came out of the mountain, he saw the people now, they are now worshipping the idols. They are now worshipping the, the golden calf. And Moses was angry when he saw that. I, I, was, I just went away for 40 days. I was just praying. I was seeking God so that I can come back with the Ten Commandments with this law. And before he could come, because they could not see him for, for 40 days, they thought, okay, Moses have died. Moses is not going to come back. And they begin to make an idol for themselves. He found them making a gold, the, the, the same gold that they came out with from Egypt. The same gold which they were given for free as God is honoring them, as God is blessing them. The Bible said that this time they find that that gold, they've made a calf out of them. They are worshiping, they've made a gold, a gold out of it. Then Moses, he was coming back with Ten Commandments. And he was angry when he saw that. He threw the Ten Commandments down. When you throw the Ten Commandments down, they were broken. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because these commandments were written in the tablets. It was not written in them. It was written on the tablets. Amen. And that's when God said, okay, go back to the mountain again. I will tell you what I told you on that again. And you went again for 40 days and 40 nights. But at that time, he came back with the with these ten commandments, which are the laws, and um, they were put in the ark of the covenant. But God said that no, in the this was the old covenant. This was of the what of the old what covenant of the old testament. God said that no, no, no. I've realized when I've done this because, let me tell you, even after the ten commandments were given. 
they were breaking those commandments like nobody's business. Many people died on the wilderness. Many, many people, because they could not withhold this covenant. Even in the Old Testament, many at the time when the children of Israel were, were punished because of their sins. Sometimes they will allow them to go to captivities. Because of what? Because of their sins. Because the, even though these commandments were written down, because the Bible says these commandments were written, it was by finger of God. But they could not because they were outside. They could hear what to do. They could hear what they must do. But it was so hard. Many at the time they were punished. Many were killed. Even the nation itself, most of the time it was taken to captivity. When it could not withheld these laws, then God realized that on the New Testament, the law must not be outside. The law must be what? Must be inside. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Actually, what you are reading in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 31, verse number 33, it's a prophecy. Prophesying of what is going to happen in the New Testament. In the New Covenant. That, you know, let me tell you this. When this God was saying this in this book of Jeremiah 31, verse number 33, it was still a mystery. It was something that they could not apprehend. It was something that they do not understand how it's going to this be. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You know, sometimes you don't understand that the dispensation that you were born to live in, were created to live in of the New Testament of A.D., after the death of Christ and resurrection of Christ Jesus. The Bible says that many prophets of the Old Testament, they, you know, they, they could sometimes God will give them words. God could give them words of what was about to happen in the New Testament. But they could not understand what was it all about. Amen. They were like, we wish to live in this time. We wish to see Amen. these things. When you are where where there will be a new covenant, where there will be a new creation, what kind of people are these gonna be like? What is God is about to do? When they were seeing it, when, when they were given these things by God, but they could not understand because they could not understand what they were talking about. Because most of the time in, in this kind of prophecy, people don't even understand what they're talking about. They are just speaking on the utterance when God was giving them what? Utterance. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When God was giving them what? Utterance. They could not understand. Don't you might think when Isaiah was talking about hey unto the son is born, his name shall be wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting. You might think that he understood what he's talking about. Sometimes he never understood, but it was the Holy Spirit talking about the things which were about to happen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Sometimes it's like it's like the, the Bible talks told you told us the other time that okay. The Bible said that when um, the time that uh, after when Saul was anointed, 
the prophet Samuel tell him, okay, when you go to this place, you will find the proconsul of um, of prophets. As you join them, you will begin to prophesy with somebody. My body might even think, okay, Saul could understand what you are saying. No, he was in. He, he was taken over by the Spirit of God, and he was saying things that he cannot understand. And this was what was happening to Jeremiah here. When he was talking about the New Testament and the New Covenant, he was not a what, what is going to be the things like this, where God is about to put the New Covenant and the law in their minds and the law in their hearts. But what the Bible is talking about is talking about the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Is talking about the Holy Ghost, that the Holy Ghost is going to be in us. Is I don't know whether you are hearing that one. Amen. That the Holy Ghost is going to be where? It's going to be in us. Because the Holy Ghost, he is the, the author of the law. He is the law himself. He is the word himself. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. The Bible says that. The word of God was written through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? Meaning that men and women of God, and uh, who God used to write the word of God, even in the New Testament, some of these things when they were writing them, it, they were possessed of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost has taken over them. He was causing them to write. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Amen. Like I'm saying to you, it's like tonight when I'm giving the word of God, it's, it's only by manifestation. I'm just manifesting. It's not that there was any notes that we prepared that I'm going to be talking about this tonight, of course. It is by what? By manifestation. When you reach a level where God enables you to write some stuff. Hallelujah. Amen. Then, here and what you are talking about, the Bible is talking about the Holy Ghost is going to be in us. He's going to be in us. And as he is in us, it's like the law is in you. When, when he is you, he gives you that consciousness. And by the spirit you begin to know what god loves by the holy ghost he become hey he become your referee that's what the bible said that do not grieve the holy spirit when when you're talking about the grief of the holy spirit means that sometimes when you do certain stuff which are wrong and sin without anybody telling you that this is wrong you just feel the holy spirit in you grieving that what have i done and you begin to repent because the holy ghost is where he is in you he's the law hallelujah am i talking to somebody Say fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. 
then by the Holy Spirit, a Christian ought to know what is right and what is wrong. And a Christian ought to be led, not just because it's a written, written law, hallelujah. Amen. Because the law is in you. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Amen. Say that the Holy Spirit is in me. And the advantage of the new creation is not just that he has become your referee. He will tell you when you sin. He will tell you when you do what is right and stuff like that. No. It is also that he become your helper. You are inner helper. Can we go to the book of John chapter 14? Hallelujah. Wow, I love the word of God. You must understand how I love the word of God. You know, I love the word of God that after, you know, after that word of God, I will feel satisfied. You know, most of the time after giving the word of God, I feel like I was out of this world. I feel like I was having an out of body experience. Most of the time after the word, I just feel satisfied. I just feel like I'm from out of this world. That's what I feel every service. I don't feel, I, I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Amen. That's why I love the word of God. Amen. Verse number 16 of John chapter 14. And I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and will be with you forever. This is Jesus Christ. Amen. Just before his pre- he was, by this time, he was preparing his departure. As he de- de- preparing his de- departure, the Bible said that by this time, the disciples, when they hear, they begin to hear about the master talking about he's about to leave. He's about to check out. The Bible said they were sad. They were sad. That's why in the book of John chapter 14, verse number 1, the Bible said that Jesus said that, do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God and also in me. Hey, the Lord was now talking about heavenly things. Let us, I like this verse. Can we go to verse number two? In my father's house, there are many rooms. If that was not so, will I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come back to take you that you may also be where I am. You know the way and you know the place where I am going. Okay, this is Jesus Christ. By this time, he's talking about the things of heaven. He's trying to talk about, I'm going to to go out of this heaven, of this earth, and I'm going to go to heaven. I'm going to prepare a place for you. And let me tell you this, but this time it was the Lord whom it was the Lord whom they've spent about three years with. And by this time they, they spent the three years with, by this time they left their all their careers to follow him, to work with him. And this time he's talking about leaving. 
Then they were said. As they were said, then that's why I said that. Hey, Makalabasundarabahaya. That's why I said that. And I will ask the Father, and He will give you another advocate to help you to be with you forever. The Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. Because it, but you know him. He lives with you, and will be in Amen. you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. He's talking about don't don't worry. Yes, I'm leaving, but I'm gonna ask the Father. He will give you another advocate. Ale parakletos apakala bahaya. Hey. Let me tell you this. What does it mean? Somebody exactly like me, Jesus Christ is saying. Amen. Jesus Christ is saying what? Somebody exact, I will ask the Father, he will give you aleparicloses. Somebody exactly like me, I will not leave you as orphans. I will ask the Father, He will give you somebody exactly like me. Okay, Amen. who is Jesus? According to John chapter 1, verse number 1, the Bible says, Tell us what? Jesus Christ is the Word. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, was with God. the Word was God, and through Him what? All things were made. John chapter 1, verse number 14. And the Word became flesh. Somebody like me, He's saying what? I will ask the Father, He will give you another one who's the world similar like me. Who's the one? Who is the word? Hey, Parabaya. Hey, He is what? He is the word himself. Parabaya. Listen to this one. Amen. Verse number 17. He said that the spirit of the truth, the world cannot accept him. Because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you will know him. You know him. He lives with you and will be what? Will be in you. That's the word will be where? Will be in you as the Holy Spirit is where? Is in you. Ah. Hey, let me tell you something. Jesus Christ was the word himself. He is the word himself. That means when, they, when the disciples of Jesus were living, they were walking with the word in flesh. Word with them. Word around them. Word, I don't know, you are getting what I'm saying, right? Hallelujah. Amen. But when the Holy Spirit came to be in them, it was the word going to be in them through what? Through the Holy Spirit. Aparabaya. Hey, this is too much. Say thank you, Holy Spirit. It was that when you have, when you were receiving Jesus, you are receiving the Holy Spirit in you, the word of God in you, the law of God what in you. Let me tell you something. The Bible said that after Jesus Christ died and he came back to life, after when he came back to life, the Bible said that he breathed in them and said that receive the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Before he died, before he came back to life, 
He could not say to them, receive the Holy Spirit. He could not say that. There was no day where he said that, receive the Holy Spirit when he was still alive. It was only after when he had died. And he had come back to life. And now he can say that, receive the Holy Spirit. Let that word be in you. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to tell you tonight, the word of God it is written in our mind it is written in our hearts because the holy spirit is where is in you hallelujah that's why when you are a child of the living god when you are hearing that word you can feel that confirmation in you and you are enjoying it why because is the word to the word hallelujah Wow. Let me tell you, can I tell you something? Do you, after, you know, that day when I was telling you where many disciples left Jesus Christ, and they turned back, and he was only left with the 12. Jesus asked them, do you know what he asked them? He said that, do you also want to leave too? You know what Peter said? Peter said that, Jesus, no, you have got the words of eternal life. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Jesus Christ is the word of eternal life. Wow. And that the Holy Spirit, through, through the Holy Spirit, he is in you. He is in your heart. And let me tell you this. He is not with you for a certain time of your life. The Bible says that he's what? Hey, but you know him. He lives with you and will be in you. Hallelujah. He lives in you. And it will be in Amen. with you, but it will be what? He will be in you. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse number six in the Bible say that. And I will ask the Father, and he will mm. give you another advocate to help you and to be with you forever. Amen. To be with you for how long? For five months? No. For three years? No. For ten years? No. For to be with us what? Forever. That word of God is in us. Can I tell you something? And we are the product of the word. Hallelujah. We are the product of the Holy Spirit. Can we just, as we are wrapping up tonight, while I'm enjoying the word of God, can we go to the book of... um, First Peter chapter one. First Peter chapter one. Mantala bason torogoyanda. Verse number twenty-three. The Bible says that, for you have been born again, not of a perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and enduring, enduring word of God. We are born again through the word of God. We are born again. You know, let me tell you this. What I just find out today is that wherever there is the word, you can put also the spirit. I don't know whether you agree what I'm saying. Amen. Because, you know, 
I, I'm a bit of mathematician. That's why I'm talking about something like this. Amen. Listen to this one very carefully. Amen. Jesus is the word. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When Jesus is the word, he is the son of the what? Of the Holy Ghost, of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. And when he talks about the coming of the Holy Spirit to us, he said that it is Allos Paracletus, somebody exactly like him. Amen. Who is the what? Who is the word? Then therefore, those three dots you put on mathematics, three dots, therefore, if the word eh, is Jesus, and the word is Jesus, and Jesus is the child of the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Spirit is a is this is Allos Paracletus, is somebody exactly like Jesus. Then the word is equal to the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Then where is the word? You can put what the Spirit. Okay. If we are, let us do something here now. In the verse number twenty-three. The Bible said that you have been born again, not of the perishable seed, but of imperishable seed through the living and enduring word of God. Okay, this is to this one. We are saying this as we are about to go to pray right now. For you have been born again, not of a perishable seed, but of imperishable seed through the living and enduring spirit of God. We have substituted the word word with the spirit of God. Hallelujah. We are born again because of the spirit. That's why spirit Christianity is a spiritual walk. Without the spirit, you can't live this world. You can't leave Amen. these things out. Without the spirit, I'm telling people who are trying to do Christianity by flesh, they get tired. Amen. But Christianity by the spirit, you will just, hey, he, he energizes you. He helps you to pray. He helps you to fast. Let me tell you this. When you realize, did you realize that, that even Jesus he was born by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. He, before his ministry began, he was baptized of the Holy Spirit in the river Jordan. And before he could fast, he was baptized of the Holy Ghost. That he, after when he was baptized, he could go even and fast. He could go and perform miracles. Through what? Through the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Do have you realized even for him to come back to life, he depended of the Holy Spirit. Even to be the Lord and the head of the church, today he depends on the Holy Spirit. That's what the Bible said that Jesus said that anyone who will blaspheme against the Father will be forgiven. Anyone who will blaspheme against the Son will be forgiven. But anyone who will blaspheme against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven because there is no church without the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is Christ. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. 
Let me tell you this. Listen to this one very carefully. Wow, I la- I'm, I'm really enjoying the word of God. I'm just manifesting. I can't stop. Listen to this one. Parabasotoroboyana. Jesus is not just, his name is not just Jesus. He is called what? Jesus Christ. Who is Christ? Christ is called the anointed one and he's anointed. Anointed one and he's anointed. Who is that? He's the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's why it's called what? Amen. Jesus Christ. Jesus, the Christ. He's not any Jesus. Let me tell you this. As we speak today in other portions of the world, there might be people, but there might be people with the name which is called what? Jesus. And having different surnames, even on Jesus' time, there were many who were like that. But today, as we speak, there is no other two or three Jesus Christ. There is one what? Jesus Christ, the one who has been anointed of the Holy Ghost, the one who carries the anointing, the one who carries power. Wherever you are, just begin to stand up, begin to manifest, begin to pray in another tongue, begin to pray in the spirit. Let the Holy Ghost begin to manifest. Fire! 
the law of God is in you. The spirit of God is in you, helping you to fulfill the law. You know, you know, I now understand. Oh, I now I understand. This is too much. John chapter 3, verse number 16. When the Bible could say that, hey, for God so loved the world, I would say that I will add there, for God so was so much crazy in love with, with the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whoever will believe upon him shall be what? Shall be, he, was, he was too much in love because in the new creation, he did something that he had never done before. Apart from the Holy Spirit in you like that, again, you have got Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Who have died for you that God has forgiven you all of your sins. And whenever you make a mistake, you say, Oh, Father, wash me with the blood of Jesus. Again, he forgive and forget and he does not judge you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. That's why now I'm talking about this new creation that God was not just in love. He was so much. He, he loved men so much. Hallelujah. Amen. As we're talking about this, we're talking about you and me, that he, he is so much crazy in love with you. He loves you so much. You know, some, maybe somebody, you are worried, is there anybody who loved me? All that I'm saying to you, there is God who loves you so much. He loves you so, so, so much that Jesus Christ even loves you so much that he died for you. Not only Jesus, even Papa God himself. Because the Bible, when it's talking about for God so love, it's talking about Papa God, that he loves you so, so much. He did not mind. He finds that it is worthy to die for you. I'm saying to somebody tonight, God loves you. And if God loves you, who cares what people say? Whether there's one person who hates you, there's one person who don't worry. There's, there's one who's greater than all, greater than any human being, that is God, who, who loves you. Amen. Can you. Can you touch your chest and say, God loves me? God loves me. God loves me. I don't know whether that settles all the matter. There is the one who loves you. That is not even a he's greater than the greatest, mightier than the mightiest. And that is what that is God. Hallelujah. No matter what I'm telling you what. God loves you. I'm not saying the president loves you. No, no. I'm not saying that your boss loves you. I'm saying that what? God loves you. The one who's greater than all. And if God loves me, ah, the other people's love is a bonus. 
Because what? God loves me. Hallelujah. I want you, even after the service, after tomorrow, think about that. That is not just anybody who loves you. It's what? It's God who loves you. Some people is going like, hey, maybe does people care about me? Hey, hey. He more than care. He loves you. No more stress of love. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Congratulations. Amen. Then tonight, I've got one announcement before. Are we ready all for the Holy Communion tonight? How many people, if you are saying that they are ready for the Holy Communion? Because next next week, um, we know on Sunday, we're not going to have a Holy Communion. Because on Sunday, we are starting with our prayer and fasting for seven days for the month of October. We are starting on the 27th, which is going to be on Sun next week, Sunday, for seven days. Amen. Amen. And um, on that prayer and fasting, during the day, we're going to be drinking. If those who want to drink, you can drink. If you want to go dry, you can go dry. And uh, in the evening, we're not going to be eating meat, we're not going to be eating pap, we're not going to be eating rice. But the rest you can eat in the evening. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. For seven days. Amen. Are we ready with the Holy Communion or we're not ready? How many people are raising that, okay, I'm ready for the Holy Communion tonight? I, I can hear see this side saying i am ready number one i've got one who's ready kenneth is also ready mom rose is ready Paul lazarus is also ready Amen. Amen. hallelujah Amen. as you are getting ready those if you have got ready if you have got those articles be bringing them out as we are declaring over our life i shall testify i shall testify as we are declaring over our life in the name of jesus very bring those Amen. those articles right now
testify, I 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 testify. Say you will testify. And testify and testify and testify and testify and testify. Hallelujah. Let us get ready for the Lord's Supper tonight. Hallelujah. Can we go to the book of Matthew chapter 26? You know, there is something so, something so, so glorious in the Lord's Supper. Imagine if we talk about actually scripturally the last food he ate before he was crucified. It was the Lord's Supper. It was the last meal. That's how the Lord's Supper was so important to the Lord. That he said that before I go through this, I will impart myself unto, unto all generations, not only to his disciple of the time. Hallelujah. Amen. Unto all generations. And also tonight we are about to take, partake of the Lord. It's one of the most holy meal. Most holy meal. And most blessed meal. And tonight as you are about to partake this, if you are not well in your body, be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. As you partake of this tonight, may this be a vaccine to every sickness in the name of Jesus. Amen. May this be vaccine to poverty in the name of Jesus. Amen. May this be vaccine to unemployment in the name of Jesus. Amen. May this be solution to every problem in the name of Jesus. Amen. May everything be well with us, with our families, with our everything as we take what? The Lord's Supper tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us say this prayer together tonight. Like we said, um, we are doing it with the grape juice and with the, what do you call this, with the crackers. That's what we are doing with. Even to anybody who listen to this audio, it's only by that. Don't use any other drinks, any other bread. Let us say this prayer together tonight. Pastor, I have, uh, I have uh, Mary the I don't know if... Uh... Uh, we're not going to use Mary Biscuits tonight. Um, I will say that go and buy crackers so that you can be ready for next time. Hallelujah. You know, you know why we're saying that is because um, the loss, the, the, the Passover meal, it is supposed to not have, to, to not to have a, a yeast. It's, it's supposed to not, to be unleavened bread. To show, it is also showing. That's why is a when you talk about cracker, it's a biscuit without a taste. It's representing the body of Jesus Christ without any sin. That's why it's very, very much important. Hallelujah. 
that's why some you know some of the things when they when they before they bake it that thing it has got a yeast inside that thing it is it is when it's like that it's a living bread according to the old testament talking about the the lord's supper is it was not supposed to be a living bread i wish you can understand that one wherever you are let us say this prayer Amen. together say lord jesus christ Lord Jesus Christ, you are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Sanctify me. Purify me. Say, Lord Jesus, qualify me in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I will read the word of God from the book of Matthew. Chapter 26, verse number 26. The Bible reads as follows. While they were eating, Jesus took the bread. When they've given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. If you have got, if you have got the bread wherever you are, I mean the biscuits wherever you are, just raise it up as we're praying for it tonight. Washing Father, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, tonight we are here remembering the life of your son jesus christ who have died for us on the cross of calvary and as a father tonight we pray for these baskets as we are doing this in the remembrance of the life of jesus as we are doing this as the lord has commanded us to do and we are praying father for these baskets to become the body of jesus christ that as we partake out of them lord we are claiming all the blessings of the body of Jesus Christ. And whatever that we have, we are agreeing on, Father, fulfill it for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You can break it and you take a piece wherever you are. And you eat. You can eat of it, the whole of it. There must never be anything left. You must not eat it tomorrow. You eat it today, tonight. Hallelujah. Once you have done, you can raise up that cup and we are praying for it. Verse number 27, then he took the cup 
And when he has given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the new of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Just raise it up, we are praying for you tonight. We are saying, Father, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are praying for these Jews tonight. As we are doing this as a remembrance of the life of your son Jesus, who have died for us in the cross of Calvary. And we are saying, Lord, we are praying, Lord, as we are praying tonight for these Jews, let it be the blood of Jesus. As we partake of it tonight, we are claiming for all the spiritual blessings. Let all the spiritual blessings begin to manifest in our life. Let them manifest. And I pray, Lord, that everything that we have been declaring tonight, let it come to pass for your glory. As we are doing this in the remembrance of you, Lord Jesus, thank you for the wonderful work of the cross. We give you the glory, all the honor, all the praise, and all the adoration. In Jesus' name, you can drink of that of that juice. You can just begin to pray tonight to thank him wherever you are. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. On this prayer and fasting, let us also write seven prayer prayer points that we want God to touch. And um, also every day we will be also offering, planting a seed on those seven days. And uh, expect great things to happen. And the theme 
it will be a pool of Bethesda and uh, God will prepare to us us as the day approaches. Hallelujah. Amen. Imagine you are not fasting alone. You are fasting with fasting with other people. I'm sure when it goes to the other WhatsApp group, some people are going to join. Then we are going to be in agreement. Then that's what makes it to be so powerful. And it's going to be so glorious. Hallelujah. Amen. And like what you are saying, as the time goes by, we will the Lord will reveal more about it. And it, I'm telling you, it's going to be glorious. Hallelujah. Amen. Anyway, let us share the grace tonight. Can you say, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. In the name of Jesus. All her life. The man of God, Pastor Robert, pray for her. As she received the prayer, the power of God touched her and she felt heat in her body. When she checked herself after prayer, she could not feel the pain. She received instant healing. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Our announcements are as follows. Every morning at 7 a.m. from Monday to Friday, we have our morning prayer, which is at half past eight on Saturdays and Sundays. It is then followed by our mid-day service, which starts at 5 to 12. And then we have our evening service, which starts at half past six every night. Our midnight prayer starts at five to twelve every night. Amen. Amen. We also have our weekly prayer and fasting, which is on Thursdays and Fridays. The details of the fasting are shared on different WhatsApp groups. Amen. Amen. And for those who want to partake on the blessings of the Lord through tithe and offerings, the, the bank details are shared on different WhatsApp groups on messenger groups as well as on different Facebook platforms. Amen. 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 And we are also encouraged to share the videos of testimonies in different Facebook groups. Amen. Amen. Tonight we will read the word of God from the book of Romans chapter 7 from verse 4 NIV. Romans chapter 7 from verse 4 it says, so, my brothers and sisters, you also died to the law through the body of Christ, that you might belong to another, to him who was raised from the dead, in order that we might bear fruit for God. For when we were in the realm of the flesh, the sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in us so that we bore fruit for death. But now by dying to what once bound us, we have been released from the law so that we serve in the new way of the spirit and not in the old way of the written code. What shall we say then? Is the law, sin is the law sinful? Certainly not. Nevertheless, I will not have known what sin was had it. I will not have known what sin was had it not been for the law. For I would not have known what coveting really was if the law had not said you shall not covet. But sin, seizing the opportunity afforded by the commandment, 
produced in me every kind of coveting, for apart from the law, sin was dead. I found that the very commandment that was intended to bring life actually brought death. So then the law is holy and the commandment is holy, righteous and good. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. I wish we could, I, we could hear each other very well all together. And um, we can actually feel that you are in one place, not uh, hallelujah. Amen. Tonight also we're going to be going straight to the word of God, also believing for the manifestation of the power of God through his word. Let us go to the book of um, Romans chapter 7, verse number 4. The Bible reads as follows. So my brothers and sisters, you also died to the law through the body of Christ, that you might belong to one another, to him who was raised from the dead, in order that you might bear fruit for God. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, here the Bible is telling us that um, we also died to what? To the law through the body of Jesus Christ that you may belong to what to one another who was raised from the dead in order to bear fruits to god hallelujah Amen. okay what the bible is talking about when jesus christ died we died hallelujah Amen. Because Jesus Christ was dying in our place. Then when Jesus Christ died, we died, we died, we did what? We died. We were Jesus was dying on our place. So that all those who received him may not die for their sins. Hallelujah. Amen. Then also through us, when Jesus died, we died. Hallelujah. Amen. So that we may be fruitful unto God. Anyway, let us go to verse number five. For when we were in the realm of the flesh, the, the sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in us so that we may bear fruits for death. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible is telling us here that from where we were in the realm of a flesh, when we were not born again, when we were not born again, then what used to happen because by that time there was a law okay let us approach it this way first of all what you have to understand is that apostle paul here when he was writing this 
book of Romans, he was not only writing it to those who were, who were Gentiles. To some of them, they were Jews. Hallelujah. Amen. Then when they were Jews, some of them, he was trying to show them that the law could not justify them. The law, it, was, it could not justify them. Yes, there was a law there in the Old Testament. But through this law, when you go down, you say that through this law, sin was introduced. That law, it was actually showing us what was wrong. What was it that God does not want? That means without the law, you could not really know, oh, okay, God does not like this, God does not like this. You could not, you could not really know it. But when the law came, we now begin to find out what is the will of God? What is it that God wants? What is it that God does not want? How to place according to what? According to the law. But the disadvantage with the law was this one. The law, it was just a written code which you have to try by your own ability, by your own strength in order to fulfill it, to fulfill what was written. There was nothing absolutely that was going to help you to do what it was talking about. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. That means the law was a written code and it will be showing you sins. And so this is a sin, this is a sin. Then after that, by your own strength, by your own ability, you must be trying to make sure that you do everything right written in the law. Amen. Then, Many people in the Old Testament, even though they could know which one is sin, which one is not sin, it was hard for them to do and to fulfill um, what it was talking about. That's why even if you have heard those who have been going together in the book of Kings, in the book of Kings, you could tell when the Bible was telling us about those kings and um, how they tried, some of them, to walk very well with God, but sooner or later you find that hey, that person is failing to fulfill what the law talks about. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Because the law itself, it was just a written code when it was a written code, you have to do by your own effort, by your own effort to try to fulfill what the law talks about. And that was the, actually the biggest problem. Because first of all, first of all, the person will begin to say, oh, this is sin. This is sin. And after that, they will be striking by their own ability, by their own strength. Oh, I don't want to do this thing. I don't want to do this thing. And sooner or later, some of them, they find out, they, they end up falling into the same sin that it was revealed to the law, by the law. It was not really helping them. 
Hallelujah. That's what Apostle Paul was saying here. Hallelujah. Amen. And why was he? Why was he saying what you are saying? He is saying what was saying that um, in order for our righteousness, we have to depend on Jesus Christ. We not, don't have to only to do what to be trying to hold on unto the Lord just like that. Hallelujah. Okay, in the New Testament, what is the difference between the New and the Old? The New Testament, okay, we have got the law, which is the law of the Spirit. It's like when you are born again, the same Holy Spirit, remember, is in you. Hallelujah. Amen. The Holy Spirit becomes to be the one who will be revealing to you the law of God inside. He becomes your consciousness. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. As the Holy Spirit is your consciousness, He will He will be the one who will be trying to who will be guiding you. This is the right way to walk with God. This is not the right way not to walk with God. After when He becomes your kind, your consciousness to do that, He also now begin to give you the ability to fulfill what you have to do. That's why he is called our helper. Hallelujah. Amen. He is helping you to do the things of God. He is helping you to fulfill what God requires from inside. It's not like in the Old Testament, you might know, you might know what God requires, but it was supposed to require you by your own strength to pray. By your own strength, maybe to fast, your own strength to do the things of God, to do the will of God. But in the New Testament, it is not longer just you by your own strength. There you have got a helper. A helper with you. A helper inside of you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to remember this. The Bible talks about, um, okay, when, when the children of the living God, the children of Israel, were coming out of Egypt, when there was an ark, the ark of the covenant, where the glory of God, the presence of God will dwell, the Bible said that inside there, inside of that, um, in that ark, of that ark, there was a, a tablet. These tablets were the tablets that Moses got from the mountain when he went to fast for 40 days and 40 nights when he was spending time with God. Hallelujah. Amen. But... Those tablets were kept inside the Ark of the Covenant. And now, I want, I want you to remember that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. In the Holy Spirit is the Word. In the Holy Spirit, He is the Lord, the Holy Spirit. 
Hallelujah. Amen. He is what? Amen. He is the law. Why do we say that he is the law? Remember, the Bible says that the word of God was written through what? Through the inspiration of what? Of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know whether on this messenger there's somebody who's busy with something or what. Where that, that noise coming from? Anyway, let us go to the book of Jeremiah 31. Jeremiah 31 from verse number 31. The Bible reads as follows. The Bible said that the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah. It will not be like an old covenant I will I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand and lead them out of Egypt because they broke my covenant through through though I was the husband to them declares the Lord this is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that time declares the Lord I will put my law in their minds and write it in their hearts i will be their god and they will be my people hallelujah amen verse number 33 that's what we are looking for he's saying that in this new covenant i will make my people I, I will make with the people of israel after that time declares the lord I will put my law in their minds. I will write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. Amen. Okay. Amen. The law of the Old Testament, remember, it was written in the tablet. I'm not talking about extra laws Amen. because there was uh, 10 commandments which were the main laws. And there were other regulations which were like, Lord, just to uh, how the things are supposed to, to work around as the, as the people when they're coming out of going to Canaan and they're coming out of Egypt. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But all these laws were written, the ten ones were written in the tablets. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible said that the day that Moses came out of the mountain, when he came out of the mountain, the Bible said that when he, when he came out of the mountain, he saw the people now, they are now worshipping the idols. They are now worshipping the, the golden calf. And Moses was angry when he saw that. I, was, I just went away for 40 days. I was just praying. I was seeking God so that I can come back with the Ten Commandments with this law. And before he could come, because they could not see him for, for 40 days, they thought, okay, Moses have died. Moses is not going to come back. And they begin to make an idol for themselves. He found them making a gold, the, the, the same gold that they came out with from Egypt. The same gold which they were given for free as God is honoring them, as God is blessing them. The Bible said that this time they find that that gold, they've made a calf out of them. They are worshiping, they've made a gold 
and God out of it. Then Moses, he was coming back with Ten Commandments. And he was angry when he saw that. He threw the Ten Commandments down. When he threw the Ten Commandments down, they were broken. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Because these commandments were written in the tablets. It was not written in them. It was written on the tablets. Amen. And that's when God said, okay, go back to the mountain again. I will tell you what I told you on that again. And he went again for 40 days and 40 nights. But at that time, he came back with the with these 10 commandments, which are the laws. And... Um, they were put in the Ark of the Covenant. But God said that, no, in the, this was the old covenant. This was of the what? Of the old what? Covenant of the Old Testament. God said, that, no, no, no. I've realized when I've done this because, let me tell you, even after the Ten Commandments were given, they were breaking those commandments like nobody's business. Many people died on the wilderness. Many, many people because they could not withhold this covenant. Even in the Old Testament, many at the time when the children of Israel were, were punished because of their sins. Sometimes they will allow them to go to captivities because of what? Because of their sins, because the, even though these commandments were written down, because the Bible says these commandments were written, it was by finger of God. But Amen. they could not because they were outside. They could hear what to do. They could hear what they must do. But it was so hard. Many at the time, they were punished. Many were killed. Even the nation itself, most of the time, it was taken to captivity. When it could not withheld these laws, then God realized that on the New Testament, the law must not be outside. The law must be what? Must be inside. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Actually, what you are reading in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 31, verse number 33, it's a prophecy. Prophesying of what is going to happen in the New Testament. In the New Covenant. That, you know, let me tell you this. When this, God was saying this in this book of Jeremiah 31 verse number 33, it was still a mystery. It was something that they could not apprehend. It was something that they do not understand how it's going to this be. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You know, sometimes you don't understand that the dispensation that you were born to live in were created to live in of the New Testament of A.D. after the death of Christ and resurrection of Christ Jesus. The Bible said that many prophets of the Old Testament, they, you know, they, they could sometimes God will give them words. God could give them words of what was about to happen in the New Testament, but they could not understand what was it all about. Amen. They were Amen. like, we wish to live in this time. We wish to see these things. When you are, where, where there will be a new covenant, where there will be a new creation, what kind of people are these going to be like? 
what is God is about to do. When they were seeing it, when, when they were given these things by God, but they could not understand because they could not understand what they were talking about. Because most of the time in, in this kind of prophecy, people don't even understand what they're talking about. They are just speaking on the utterance when God was giving them what? Utterance. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When God was giving them what? Utterance. They could not understand. Don't you might think when Isaiah was talking about hey, until the son is born, his name shall be wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting. You might think that he understood what he's talking about. Sometimes he never understood, but it was the Holy Spirit talking about the things which were about to happen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Sometimes it's like it's like the, the Bible talks told you told us the other time that okay. The Bible said that when um, the time that uh, after when Saul was anointed, the prophet Samuel tell him okay when you go to this place you will find the proconsul of um, of prophets as you join them you will begin to prophesy with somebody my body might even think okay. Saul could understand what you were saying. No, he was in, he, he was taken over by the Spirit of God, and he was saying things that he cannot understand. And this was what is happening to Jeremiah here, when he was talking about the New Testament and the New Covenant. He was not a what what is going to be the things like this where God is about to put the new covenant and the law in their minds and the law in their hearts. But what the Bible is talking about is talking about the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. It's talking about the Holy Ghost, that the Holy Ghost is going to be in us. I don't know whether you are hearing that one. Amen. That the Holy Ghost is going to be where? It's going to be in us. Because the Holy Ghost, he is the, the author of the law. He is the law himself. He is the word himself. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. The Bible says that the word of God was written through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? Meaning that men and women of God and uh, who God used to write the word of God, even in the New Testament, some of these things when they were writing them, it, they were possessed of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost has taken over them. He was causing them to write. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Like I'm saying to you, it's like tonight when I'm giving the word of God, it's, it's only by manifestation. I'm just manifesting. It's not that there was any notes that we prepared that I'm going to be talking about this tonight, of course. It is by what? By manifestation. When you reach a level where God enables you to write some stuff. Hallelujah. Amen. Then... Yeah, and what you are talking about, the Bible is talking about the Holy Ghost is going to be in us. He's going to be in us, and as he is in us, it's like the law is in you. Where 
when he is you, he gives you that consciousness. And by the Spirit, you begin to know what God loves. By the Holy Ghost, he become hey, he become your referee. That's what the Bible said that do not grieve the Holy Spirit. When, when you talk about the grief of the Holy Spirit, means that sometimes when you do certain stuff which are wrong and sin, without anybody telling you that this is wrong, you just feel the Holy Spirit and you grieve him that what have I done? And you begin to repent because the Holy Ghost is where? He is in you. He is the law. Hallelujah. Amen. Am I talking to somebody? Say fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Then by the Holy Spirit, a Christian ought to know what is right and what is wrong. And a Christian ought to be led, not just because it's a written written law, hallelujah. Amen. Because the law is in you. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Amen. Say the, the Holy Spirit is in me. And the advantage of the new creation is not just that he has become your referee. He will tell you when you sin. He will tell you when you do what is right and stuff like that. No. It is also that he become your helper. You are inner helper. Can we go to the book of John chapter 14? Hallelujah. Wow, I love the word of God. You must understand how I love the word of Amen. God. You know, I love Amen. the word of God that after, you know, after that word of God, I will feel satisfied. You know, most of the time after giving the word of God, I feel like I was out of this world. I feel like I was having an out of body experience. Most of the time after the word, I just feel satisfied. I just feel like I'm from Amen. out of this world. That's what I feel every service. I don't feel, I, I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Amen. That's why I love the word of God. Amen. Verse number 16 of John chapter 14. And I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and will be with you forever. This is Jesus Christ. Amen. Just before his pre- he was, by this time, he was preparing his departure. As he de- de- preparing his de- departure, the Bible said that by this time, the disciples, when they hear, they begin to hear about the master talking about he's about to leave. He's about to check out. The Bible said they were sad. They were sad. That's why in the book of John chapter 14, verse number 1, the Bible said that Jesus said that, do not let your heart be troubled. 
believe in God and also in me. Hey, the Lord was now talking about heavenly things. Let us, I like this verse. Can we go to verse number two? In my father's house, there are many rooms. If that was not so, will I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come back to take you that you may also be where I am. Amen. You know the way and you know the place where I am going. Okay, this is Jesus Christ. By this time, he's talking about the things of heaven. He's trying to talk about, I'm going to, to go out of this heaven, of this earth, and I'm going to go to heaven. I'm going to prepare a place for you. And let me tell you this. But this time, it was the Lord whom, it was the Lord whom they have spent about three years with. And by this time, they have spent the three years with. By this time, they left their all their careers to follow him, to work with him. And this time he's talking about leaving. Then they were sad. As they were sad, then that's why he said, Hey, Makalabasondarabahaya. That's why he said that. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you, to be with you forever. The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him because it, but you know him. He lives with you and will be in Amen. you. Hallelujah. Amen. He's talking about, don't, don't worry, yes, I'm leaving, but I'm going to ask the Father. He will give you another advocate. Ale parakletos apakala bahaya. Hey. Let me tell you this. Ale paraclotus, what does it mean? Somebody exactly like me, Jesus Christ is saying. Amen. Jesus Christ is saying what? Ex somebody exact, I will ask the Father, he will give you Ale paraclosis. Uh, somebody exactly like me, I will not leave you as orphans. I will ask the Father, He will give somebody exactly like me. Okay, Amen. who is Jesus? According to John chapter 1, verse number 1, the Bible says, tell us what? Jesus Christ is the Word. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, was with God. the Word was God, and through Him what? All things were made. John chapter 1, verse number 14. And the Word became flesh. Somebody like me, He's telling what? I will ask the Father, He will give you another one who's the world similar like me. Who's the one? Who is the word? Hey, Parabaya. Hey, Kalabasotoroboya. He is what? He is the word himself. Parabaya. Listen to this one. Amen. Verse number 17. He said that the spirit of the truth, the world cannot accept him. Because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you will know him. You know him. He lives with you and will be what? Will be in you. That's his, the word will be where? Will be in you as the Holy Spirit is where? Is in you. Ah. Hey, let me tell you something. Jesus Christ was the word himself. He is the word himself. That means 
when the when the disciples of Jesus were living, they were walking with the word in flesh, word with them, word around them, word. I don't know. You are getting what I'm saying, right? Hallelujah. Amen. But when the Holy Spirit came to be in them, it was the word going to be in them through what? Through the Holy Spirit. Aparabaya. Hey, this is too much. Say thank you, Holy Spirit. It was that when you have, when you were receiving Jesus, you are receiving the Holy Spirit in you, the Word of God in you, the law of God what in you. Let me tell you something. The Bible said that after Jesus Christ died and he came back to life. After when he came back to life, the Bible said that he breathed in them and said that receive the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Before he died, before he came back to life, he could not say to them receive the Holy Spirit. He could not say that. There was no day where he said that receive the Holy Spirit when he was still alive. It was only after when he had died. And he have come back to life. And now he can say that, receive the Holy Spirit. Let that word be in you. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to tell you tonight, the word of God, it is written in our mind. It is written in our hearts. Because the Holy Spirit is where it's in you. Hallelujah. That's why when you are a child of the living God, when you are hearing that word, you can feel that confirmation in you and you are enjoying it. Why? Because it's the word to the word. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Wow. Let me tell you. Can I tell you something? Do you... After, you know, that day when I was telling you where many disciples left Jesus Christ. And they turned back and he was only left with the twelve. Jesus asked them, do you know what he asked them? He said that, do you also want to live too? You know what Peter said? Peter said that, Jesus, no, you have got the words of eternal life. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Jesus Christ is the word of eternal life. Wow. And that the Holy Spirit, through through the Holy Spirit, he is in you. He is in your heart. And let me tell you this. He is not with you for a certain time of your life. The Bible says that he's what? Hey, but you know him, he lives with you and will be in you. Hallelujah. He lives in you and will be in with you, but it will be what? He will be in you. Hallelujah. Verse number six in the Bible say that. And I will ask the Father, and he will Mm. give you another advocate to help you and to be with you forever. To be with you for how long? 
for five months, no, for three years, no, for ten years, no, for to be with us, what? Forever. That word of God is in us. Can I tell you something? And we are the product of the word. Hallelujah. We are the product of the Holy Spirit. Can we just, as we are wrapping up tonight, while I'm enjoying the word of God, can we go to the book of um, 1 Peter chapter 1? 1 Peter chapter 1. Mantalaba Sotoroboyanda. Verse number 23, the Bible says that, For you have been born again, not of a perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and enduring, enduring word of God. We are born again through the word of God. We are born again. You know, let me tell you this. What I just find out today is that, Wherever there is the word, you can put also the spirit. I don't know whether you agree what I'm saying. Amen. Because, you know, I, I, I'm a bit of mathematician. That's why I'm talking about something like this. Amen. Listen to this one very carefully. Amen. Jesus is the word. Hallelujah. When Jesus is the word, he is the son of the what? Of the Holy Ghost, of the Spirit. Hallelujah. And when he talks about the coming of the Holy Spirit to us, he said that it is Allos Paracletus, somebody exactly like him. Who is the what? Who is the word? Then therefore, those three dots you put on mathematics, three dots. Therefore, if the word eh, is Jesus, and the word is Jesus, and Jesus is the child of the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Spirit is eh, is this is Allos Paracletos, is somebody exactly like Jesus, then the word is equal to the spirit. Hallelujah. Then where is the word? You can put what? The spirit. Okay. If we are, Let us do something here now. In the verse number 23. The Bible said that you have been born again, not of the perishable seed, but of imperishable seed, through the living and enduring word of God. Okay. Listen to this one. We are saying this as we are about to go to pray right now. For you have been born again, not of a perishable seed, but of imperishable seed through the living and enduring spirit of God. We have substituted the word word with the spirit of God. Hallelujah. We are born again because of the spirit. That's why Christianity is a spiritual work. Without the spirit Spirit, you can't live this world. You can't live these things out. Without the spirit, I'm telling people who are trying to do Christianity by flesh, they get tired. But Christianity by the spirit, you will just, hey, he, he energizes you. He helps you to pray. He helps you to fast. Let me tell you this. When you realize, did you realize that that 
Even Jesus, he was born by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. He, before his ministry began, he was baptized of the Holy Spirit in the river Jordan. And before he could fast, he was baptized of the Holy Ghost. That he, after when he was baptized, he could go even and fast. He could go and perform miracles. Through what? Through the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Do have you realized, even for him to come back to life, he depended on the Holy Spirit. Even to be the Lord and the head of the church, today he depends on the Holy Spirit. That's what the Bible said that Jesus said that. Anyone who will blaspheme against the Father will be forgiven. Anyone who will blaspheme against the Son will be forgiven. But anyone who will blaspheme against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven because there is no church without the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is Christ. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Let me tell you this. Listen to this one very carefully. Wow, I love, I'm, I'm really enjoying the word of God. I'm just manifesting. I can't stop. Listen to this one. Parabasotoroboyana. Jesus is not just, his name is not just Jesus. He is called what? Jesus Christ. Who is Christ? Christ is called the anointed one and he's anointed. Anointed one and he's anointed. Who is that? He's the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's why it's called what? Amen. Jesus Christ. Jesus Amen. the Christ. He's not any Jesus. Let me tell you this. As we speak today in other portion of the world, there might be people but there might be people with the name which is called what? Jesus. And having different sons, even on Jesus' time, there were many who were like that. But today, as we speak, there is no other two or three Jesus Christ. There is one what? Jesus Christ. The one who has been anointed of the Holy Ghost. The one who carries the anointing. The one who carries power. Wherever you are, just begin to stand up, begin to manifest. Begin to pray in another tongue. Begin to pray in the spirit. Let the Holy Ghost begin to manifest.
fuck, 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 fuck. Say anything which is not of God. In my life, in my family, in my career, in my body, in my anything. Catch fire! Catch fire! Catch fire! I command them. Come on! command them to the abbey hallelujah imagine in the new creation the law of god is in you the spirit of god is in you helping you to fulfill the law you know you know i now understand Oh, I now I understand. This is too much. John chapter 3, verse number 16. When the Bible could say that, hey, for God so loved the world. I will say that, I will add there, for God so was so much crazy in love with, with the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whoever will believe upon him shall be what shall be he was he was too much in love because in the new creation he did something that he have never done before apart from the holy spirit in you like that again you have got jesus christ hallelujah Amen. who have died for you that god has forgiven you all of your sins and whenever you make a mistake, you say, oh, Father, wash me with the blood of Jesus. Again, he forgive and forget, and he does not judge you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. That's why now I'm talking about this new creation, that God was not just in love. He was so much. He, he loved men so much. Hallelujah. As we're talking about this, we're talking about you and me, that he, he is so much crazy in love with you. He loves you so much. You know, some, maybe somebody, you are worried, is there anybody who loves me? All that I'm saying to you, there is God who loves you so much. He loves you so, so, so much. That Jesus Christ even loves you so much, that he died for you. Not only Jesus, even Papa God himself. Because the Bible, when it's talking about for God so love, it's talking about Papa God. That he loves you so, so much. He did not mind. He finds that it is worthy to die for you. Amen. I'm saying to somebody tonight, God loves you. Amen. And if God loves you, who cares what people say? Whether there's one person who hates you, there's one person who don't worry. There's there is one who is greater than all, greater than any human being, that is God, who, who loves you. Amen. Can you. Can you touch your chest and say, God loves me. God loves me. I don't know whether that settles all the matter. There is the one who loves you. That is not even a, he's greater than the greatest, mightier than the mightiest. 
And that is what? That is God. Hallelujah. No matter what, I'm telling you what? God loves you. I'm not saying the president loves you. No, no. I'm not saying that your boss loves you. I'm saying that what? God loves you. The one who's greater than all. And if God loves me, ah, the other people's love is a bonus. Because what? God loves me. Hallelujah. I want you even after the service, after tomorrow, think about that. That is not just anybody who loves. It's what? It's God who loves you. Some people is going like, hey, maybe does people care about me? Hey, hey. He more than care. He loves you. No more stress of love. Hallelujah. <laughs> wow. Congratulations. Then tonight, I've got one announcement before. Are we ready all for the Holy Communion tonight? How many people, if you are saying that they are ready for the Holy Communion? Because next, next week, um, we know on Sunday, we're not going to have a Holy Communion. Because on Sunday, we are starting with our prayer and fasting for seven days for the month of October. We are starting on the 27th, which is going to be on Sun next week, Sunday, for seven days. Amen. Amen. And um, on that prayer and fasting, during the day, we're going to be drinking. If those who want to drink, you can drink. If you want to go dry, you can go dry. And uh, in the evening, we're not going to be eating meat, we're not going to be eating pap, we're not going to be eating rice. But the rest you can eat in the evening. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. For seven days. Amen. Are we ready with the Holy Communion or are we not ready? How many people are raising that, okay, I'm ready for the Holy Communion tonight? I, I can hear Cindy this side saying, I am ready. Number one, I've got one who's ready. Kenneth is also ready. Mam Rose is ready. Paul Lazarus is also ready. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. As you are getting ready, those if you have got ready, if you have got those articles, be bringing them out as we are declaring over our life. I shall testify. I shall testify. As we are declaring over our life in the name of Jesus. Very bring those. Amen those articles right now.
I testify, 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 I testify. Say you will testify. And testify and testify and testify and testify and testify. Hallelujah. Let us get ready for the Lord's Supper tonight. Hallelujah. Can we go to the book of Matthew chapter 26? You know, there is something so, something so, so glorious in the Lord's Supper. Imagine if we talk about actually scripturally the last food he ate before he was crucified. It was the Lord's Supper. It was the last meal. That's how the Lord's Supper was so important to the Lord that he said that before I go through this, I will impart myself unto, unto all generations, not only to his disciple of the time, hallelujah. Amen. Unto all generations. And also tonight we are about to take, partake of the Lord. It's one of the most holy meal, most holy meal and most blessed meal. And tonight as you are about to partake this, if you are not well in your body, be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. As you partake of this tonight, may this be a vaccine to every sickness in the name of Jesus. Amen. May this be vaccine to poverty in the name of Jesus. Amen. May this be vaccine to unemployment in the name of Jesus. Amen. May this be solution to every problem in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. May everything be well with us, with our families, with our everything as we take what? Amen. The Lord's Supper tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us say this prayer together tonight. Like we said, um, we are doing it with the grape juice and with the, what do you call this, with the crackers. That's what we are doing with. Even to anybody who listen to this audio, it's only by that. Don't use any other drinks, any other bread. Let us say this prayer together tonight. Pastor, I have, uh, I have uh, Mary Beth's kids this side. I don't know if... Uh... Uh, we're not going to use Mary Beth's tonight. Um, I will say that go and buy crackers. So that you can be ready for next time. Hallelujah. You know, you know why we are saying that is because um, the loss, the, the the Passover meal, it is supposed to not have to, to not to have a, a yeast. It's, it's supposed to not to be unleavened bread. To show, it is also showing. That's why is when you talk about cracker, it's a biscuit without a taste. It's representing the body of Jesus Christ without any sin. 
That's why it's very, very much important. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why some, you know, some of the things when they, when they, before they bake it, that thing, it has got a yeast inside. That thing, it is, it is, when it's like that, it's a living bread. According to the Old Testament, talking about the, the Lord's Supper, it's, it was not supposed to be a living bread. I wish you can understand that one. Wherever you are, let us say this prayer Amen. together. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Sanctify me. Sanctify me. Purify me. Purify me. Say, Lord Jesus. Qualify me. Qualify me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I will read the word of God from the book of Matthew, chapter 26, verse number 26. The Bible reads as follows. While they were eating, Jesus took the bread. When they've given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. If you have got if you have got the bread wherever you are, I mean the best case wherever you are, just raise it up as we're praying for it tonight. Western Father, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Tonight we are here remembering the life of your son, Jesus Christ, who have died for us on the cross of Calvary. And as a father tonight, we pray for this basket. As we are doing this in the remembrance of the life of Jesus. As we are doing this as the Lord has commanded us to do. And we are praying, Father, for this basket to become the body of Jesus Christ. That as we partake out of them, Lord, we are claiming all the blessings of the body of Jesus Christ. And whatever that we have, we are agreeing on, Father, fulfill it for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You can break it and you take a piece wherever you are. And you eat. You can eat of it, the whole of it. There must never be anything left. You must not eat it tomorrow. You eat it today, tonight. Hallelujah. Once you have done, you can raise up that cup and we are praying for it. 
verse number 27, then he took the cup, and when he has given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the new of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Just raise it up, we'll pray for you tonight. Wasing Father, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are praying for these Jews tonight. As we are doing this as a remembrance of the life of your son Jesus, who have died for us at the cross of Calvary. And we are saying, Lord, we are praying, Lord, as we are praying tonight for these Jews, let it be the blood of Jesus. As we partake of it tonight, we are claiming for all the spiritual blessings. Let all the spiritual blessings begin to manifest in our life. Let them manifest. And I pray, Lord, that everything that we have been declaring tonight, let it come to pass for your glory. As we are doing this in the remembrance of you, Lord Jesus, thank you for the wonderful work of the cross. We give you the glory, all the honor, all the praise, and all the adoration. In Jesus' name, you can drink of that of that juice. You can just begin to pray tonight. So thank him wherever you are. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Jesus name Lord we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. On this prayer and fasting, let us also write seven prayer prayer points that we want God to touch. And um, also every day we will be also offering planting a seed on those seven days. 
and uh, expect great things to happen. And the theme, it will be a pool of Bethesda and uh, God will prepare to us, us as the day approaches. Hallelujah. Amen. Imagine you are not fasting alone. You are fasting with fasting with other people. I'm sure when it goes to the other WhatsApp group, some people are going to join. Then we are going to be in agreement. Then that's what makes it to be so powerful. And it's going to be so glorious. Hallelujah. Amen. And like what we are saying, as the time goes by, we will the Lord will reveal more about it. And it, I'm telling you, it's going to be glorious. Hallelujah. Anyway, let us share the grace tonight. Can you say, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. In the name of Jesus. 